0: g Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app and SiriusXM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and all phone guests join on the Goodyear hotline. So you just heard it, Aaron Rodgers said he was a little misty after the Packers picked up their 17-0 win over the Seahawks. It was only Rodgers' second career win with the following stats. No touchdown pass and at least one interception. And he previously had been 1-5 in five in those kind of games. So It's happened six times heading into yesterday. But they won yesterday. He completed 23 of 37 passes for 292 yards. The question still remains, though, as to whether or not Aaron Rodgers will be in Green Bay long term. We've heard Key's opinion on this throughout the last couple months. If they get to a Super Bowl, he stays. If not, he goes. Here's what former Packers safety Leroy Butler told us. That's... All 1990s decade team, according to the NFL, Leroy Butler. I
1: don't see how he's not in the Hall of Fame. Yet. If you're
0: all decade, I mean, and four time, all first team. Anyway, he was on a fantastic morning show, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. I suggest you t- check it out, a morning drive time show uh, on ESPN radio. He was on there, and this is what he had to say
2: The future has to be number 10. I mean, it really is. And I think next year they'll try to get Aaron Rodgers in there. They'll send out, where do you want to go? And they'll try to trade him and see if it works out. I think this is the one year they have to move on and say, when do we think about the future? We don't want to be like the Saints. We don't want to be like the Washington football team. We don't want to be like some of these other franchises that don't have a quarterback, that never drafted a quarterback, Atlanta Falcons. We don't want to be like that. We want to be good now and in the future. And I think the Love clock starts next year.
0: If you missed that interview, you can hear it in hour two of the podcast, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Guys, so if they don't make the Super Bowl, and by the way, even if you think they're the odds-on favorite, they're more likely than not to not make the Super Bowl because there are a lot of good teams trying to make the Super Bowl out of the NFC. So if they don't make it, and Aaron Rodgers moves on, right? Do they transition to Jordan Love, I suppose, next year, no? No, I don't think – I look, man, if <laughs> –
1: if they don't make it, then they, they, and he leaves. They're gonna have to go with Jordan Love and bring him along slowly. It'll look different in Green Bay. It won't look like Aaron Rodgers. It'll just be pedestrian, boring <laughs> football. It won't be what we've seen for the last
3: fifteen years. He's been it's there. like me when people say, <clears throat> "Jay, Will, wouldn't you love to be a coach in college?" I say, "Yeah, you know, maybe one day." Well, why, why wouldn't you try to position yourself? For when Coach K retires, I'm like, you think I want to follow <laughs> Coach K? Like that's it's almost like what Aaron Rodgers had following Brett Favre. Like that's an anomaly. That's like point zero 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 one percent of history of people in this on this planet. It's happened five times in sports history. Yeah, maybe. Like, Something it like is that. A, yeah, this doesn't happen. So, like, do I think Jordan Love is the answer moving forward? Probability is probably on my side that he will not be the answer following a guy like Aaron Rodgers, considering the
0: standards that Aaron Rodgers has set with that organization. I mean, Jordan Love has been in the league now. This is his second year. He's had a start now. Didn't look good. When I talk about, Key J, the old school way of doing it with quarterbacks, which I wish teams still did, you don't play your first year. When you start your second year, no one expects you to be good. Year three, your second year as a starter – You should show that you can play in the league. And year four, your third as a starter. Let's see what you got. But this is not what Green Bay is used to now. Green Bay is used to Aaron held the clipboard for a while. Favre took off. Boom. You have a great quarterback. That ain't going to be Jordan Love based on what I've seen so far.
1: I mean, you really can't tell. It's still early, right? He played one game. One game. Against Kansas City. Preseason, he was... Mm,
3: but Keith, you've also you talked about this over the summer is what you've been hearing from people. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Train. I'm not
1: talking about me. I would have never drafted him in the first <laughs> place, but I'm just talking about from an organization standpoint, the way they see things.
0: Uh, you know what else, though? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I thought pa- you just meant to tell me somebody got traded. No, no, no,
1: no. no go, ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt if you're in the middle. Of no, 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 no. I'm,
0: I'm saying along those lines, though, Aaron Rodgers didn't look great the first year in the system. He he ran the system. They got to the NFC Championship game, but he didn't eyeball test. He didn't look great. And by the way, the numbers back up. He wasn't his normal. So. Last year, won the MVP. And you would think, well, that's the real reason. Now they're you know, they, thirty touchdowns and five interceptions. But that wasn't. But that wasn't forty touchdowns. Yeah, of know, course. So. If
1: you win something the second year, you're gonna be yeah, better.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I think they, like a lot of people said, is thought Aaron Rodgers at the age either it's just getting used to defense uh, to to uh, LeFleur or. He's getting older. That's why you draft the quarterback, because you're not sure, right? Now you see, oh, Rogers still has it. So everyone but writes But he off, was good the year that they drafted Jordan Love, which was silly. But not as good as he was last year.
1: Well, of course not. But, it, but off, he but still but was okay. good the year they drafted him. There was no indications in nobody's mind in professional sports that Aaron
0: Rodgers was done. Not done, but maybe trending. Nobody. Down. No, no. People. No. People,
1: that well, was obviously,
3: nuts. Brian. Didn't think said the company thought he was trending and They. Declined
0: thought some silliness is what they thought. Okay, well, whether or not you think it's silliness, the point now is I don't think that the fact that they're so clearly now eager to keep Rodgers is just about how great Rodgers is. Because if they thought they had the real McCoy and Jordan Love, then they'd be like, as great as Rodgers is, we got our guy. I don't think they think that, Key. No,
1: I don't think they think that either. (laughs) But if if Rodgers leaves, that's all they have. They can't go out and admit a mistake. By going and getting somebody else, you can't do it.
0: See, that's why I'm saying, guys. Maybe the best thing, Jay. You know, when you've suggested like maybe they trade Jordan Love just to show to Aaron Rodgers, maybe key. Even if that's not, if that doesn't make a difference to Rodgers, it gets the of the Jordan Love situation. Okay, so what, what if I'm Jordan? Saying? What if you trade Jordan Love and Rodgers still leave? At least then you get to start looking for another
1: quarterback if you don't think Love yeah, but, really had but it. But you made major mistake. What What is yeah. the one thing in the National Football League? that executives don't want to admit to making a mistake. Yeah. That's, that's what, why the Carolina Panthers is that's why the Carolina Panthers is big boy in it
0: because they realize, "Oh man, we got to go get that dude." No doubt. But but I'm saying here's a way you get out of admitting the mistake. Trade Jordan Love as though it's part of trying to convince Rodgers to stay. stay. Either that helps you with Rodgers and he stays or it doesn't, but either way you don't have to face the Jordan Love problem. I think they got a problem on their hands That's right
3: what now. That's why I said ma- owning the mistake. Yeah.
0: Owning the mistake. That's, he's right about Carolina. Carolina tried all these. and said, you know what? Let's not be stupid here. Cam Newton's available. We need a quarterback. Let's go get Cam Newton. Because if he Newton's. was healthy,
1: if Cam Newton was healthy, they wouldn't have moved on from him. Yeah. They wouldn't have moved on from him. The new coach that came in, took the job, bam. And
0: when if the- Aaron Rodgers was 30... They don't draft Jordan Love if he was
1: 30. See, I don't think, I don't know why they did that. I don't know what they, why they did what they did, but he, in my eyes, three years ago, did not look like he was on a decline.
0: Three seasons ago, or yeah. Or three yeah, seasons ago. Yeah, when the floor first got there.
1: No, the year before.
0: Was it LaFleur's no, no, first year? They, it was after LaFleur's first year. Yeah, after LaFleur's first that year. That they drafted yeah. Jordan Love. Key, but you, didn't, And you have an eye for it. But he didn't I'll, look nowhere near done. I, he didn't look done to me either. But, Jay, I did wonder out loud on TV, is this because he's kind of game managing because he's figuring out a new offense, which is possible? Or, given his age, is it that he's slipping a little bit too? You know, like, I wondered. I didn't know. Key may have known. I didn't
3: know. I don't know, it wasn't just the drafting of it, it was how they communicated, the lack of communication
0: yeah, that in too. the process.
3: Like, that, like They screwed up. That, that's, the a, that's a big part of him. it,
0: man. Keyshawn, J. Will Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, all phone guests on the Goodyear Hotline.
4: Fourth and goal at the 1, 31 seconds. Handoff gets in! Into ha! the end zone! Touchdown, Washington! And he leaps into the stands, walks right on in. Washington is in control.
0: The Washington football team, and by the way, you just heard ESPN 630. That was the sound you just heard. The Washington football team shocked the defending champion, Tampa Bay Bucks, coming off a bye, Tom Brady and company, although they were missing some company, including Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, and Rob Gronkowski. It's a lot of company to be missing. Still, Washington won 29-19. The Bucks are now six and three on the season. Brady threw for two hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns, but added two interceptions. After the game, head coach Bruce Arians had this to say:
5: "Oh, that was nothing to do with ability. It's, it's all about execution and and, uh, and and being a smart football team. We're a very dumb football team, and that's a, that's a reflection of the coaches. The stupidity
4: uh, has to go away if we're going to go anywhere." Well,
1: I mean, what do you call stupidity? Stupidity. Stupidity. Or as
0: he says it, stupidity.
1: Stupidity. What what do you call that? You call it dropping the ball. You call it fumbling when Brady delivers the ball. I mean, like, it was Washington's day. Hmm. That's all. And I'm not worried about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against Washington and what we saw. Washington has a decent defense. Uh, you know they got some little players on the offensive side of the ball that done it, they did a good job, and I think sometimes matchups are important. If if I had to bet five times that Tampa Bay would win, I bet you they bet
0: I bet you they win four out of five. Bruce Arians also Washington. He knows what buttons to push publicly. I really like that. Brady first got there, had a bad game. Called Brady out. Showed everyone you know Brady brain froze against Chicago. Had Brady's back. Now he takes the blame. Okay, I'm stupid, guys, because he said it's the coaching. I'm an idiot. Sorry, guys. He, I like the way he pushes buttons publicly. He knows how to support his team and when to push him. London Fletcher, former NFL linebacker and Washington football team radio analyst, joins via the Goodyear hotline. What's going on, London? Thanks for jumping on.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? How, how's it going?
0: What's up, Fletch? We
3: doing good, man. Yourself?
2: What's What's up, King? What's up, Jay? What up, baby?
0: Were you were, were you surprised that your your guys were able to upset the world champs yesterday?
2: I won't say surprised. I would say maybe the, the total score and the way the defense played against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, that was kind of surprising because the defense has had a, some struggles late uh this year. But yesterday I thought they played outstanding. They they really for the most part limited Brady from getting the big plays. He had the forty yard touchdown pass to to Evans. But besides that, really not a lot of explosive plays. And we know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they want to take deep shots and and the, the D line was able to get some pressure on Brady. Although they didn't sack him, they, they got pressure on him, made him feel comfortable, uncomfortable. He had a couple of air throws and and that was kinda of the, the surprising aspect of it, probably the score more so than anything
1: london can they take this win against the bucks that is the washington football team and ride this as some sort of momentum to maybe put a dent or at least a scare in the nfc east
2: well i think you know they, they got another tough game coming up this week against the carolina pathers at carolina carolina's playing outstanding defense right now we know cam newton's back with them but when you when you beat a team like Tampa Bay, to defend the defending Super Bowl champions, it gives you confidence, and you can go f- and look at that film and say, Coach Rivera can say, "Hey guys, this is what we're capable of doing." You know, the the, the last eight, nineteen plays, eighty-yard drive that Washington had to end that ball game against Tampa Bay defense. They didn't run the ball for a lot of yards in the game, but they they ran it and converted uh, when they needed to. Taylor Heineke made some some nice throws, converted converted some nice uh, third downs when they needed to. So they they can use that film and say, guys, this is what we're capable of doing. I thought the offensive line uh, played well, so it can definitely give you some momentum and some confidence heading to this next ball game, and then also the rest of the season. That
3: defense did look spectacular yesterday, but Chase Young suffers a non-contact knee injury that people are fearing could be a torn ACL. What kind of loss would that be for their defense and you know what's your overall assessment about how he's played thus far this year?
2: know, yeah, that's a major loss. Uh, Chase Chase is a is a physical specimen. He's a he's a he's a great young player. You know,
1: he some uh,
2: sacks that he had a year ago. But you still have to account for a Chase Young when you're game planning. That offensive tackle, they know hey man, if I'm not on top of my game, Young can take advantage of me, uh, of me. And, you know, the sacks aren't everything. I don't think we get so caught up in those types of deals. He was able to still get pressure on quarterback, still, you know, be effective in defending the run. It also losing him. That's another playmaker on defense. Montez Sweat is also out for uh, I think maybe six or eight weeks. So, you know, you are talking about two bookend defensive ends that aren't on your defense and that's a, those are major blows. And, Somebody's gonna have to step up and, and and play the position, but though that's you're talking about a young uh, young disruptive uh, defender. So that's that's a huge loss.
1: London Fletcher, Washington football team, radio analyst, uh Super Bowl champion, four time pro bowler, obviously and two time all pro us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. London, who's the who is the juggernaut in the NFC right now?
2: It's hard to say. I mean you, you look at you look at the different teams and you think, okay, Dallas, but then you see the what Denver was able to do to Dallas and Dallas. I think when it's all said and done, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be there, but then the Green Bay Packers, they'll be there as well. And the reason I like Green Bay, and, they all, yeah, and then the Rams, how can I forget the Rams and what they were able to do, what they're doing defensively. But Green Bay, that defense is, is playing outstanding, very underrated. So I think – you're going to look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Rams, and the Green Bay Packers as, as kind of those Those are the three teams that, that are really the, the cream of the crop. I know Arizona's up there, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm not all the way convinced about Arizona just yet, but I think it's the Rams, the Bucs, and the Packers.
0: And the Cowboys? off that win off nah, of the Falcons.
2: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I hey, hate hey, listen, right, I, you I, realize I, You realize yeah. I played and watched Washington. I, I, yeah, I can't say, I can't even utter those words. <laughs> I,
0: it hurts It hurts me when the Cowboys are good. I'm a Giants fan through and through, right? But but like, I gotta, let's, we're, we're, hey, London, we'll reverse jinx them, you know what I'm saying? Or we'll jinx them. We'll talk about right, how good they right. are. We'll little little. Some... But, but really, based on what, that aside, like the rivalry aside, when you, example like look at the Cowboys objectively do you put them in the talent group at least of the Rams maybe Arizona the Packers the Bucks those kind of teams
2: well I think you have to when you especially when you look at the offensive side of the ball and and Dak and and T.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper and then the way Zeke is playing this year running the football and they have Pollard as well and then Dan Quinn, he's really made a difference on that defense, and, and getting that young rookie linebacker Micah Parsons, man, he's playing. He is he's just an outstanding, uh, outstanding young player. And then Trayvon Diggs, him being able to to do what he's done on the back end. But I think t- collectively, talent wise, Dallas they're they're up there with the upper lines in the National Football League. It's it's hard to overlook that. You know, it just—I get—it pains me because of my Washington uh, bias to oh, to know you. that the Dallas Cowboys are one of the uh, top teams in the NFL especially, and definitely in the in the NFC.
0: Well, then, especially when y'all were supposed to have this killer defense, I really thought heading into the season, Washington defense was like separate in their own separate category, and then there were a bunch of defenses. It hasn't turned – well, except for this week, it hasn't turned out that way. And, London,
3: I was going to say, the next challenge for that defense is against Cam Newton and the Panthers, him coming back with the Panthers. What do you think that matchup is going to be like, considering Cam is going against his former coach in Washington?
2: Oh, they just asked to it. I know Ron – they asked Ron about going against Cam Newton and, and if he has some some plays that he knows Cam may have trouble with or whatever. And, and Ron already said he, had, he has some – you know he's, he's kept a file on on certain uh, things that of how to defend Cam, so that that that'll add to the to the matchup. Obviously, Ron coming back to Carolina is going to add to it. You know, you you the 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 Carolina Panthers have a bunch of playmakers outside of just Cam Newton. Chris McCaffrey's back healthy. DJ Moore, he can make plays. Uh, Robbie Anderson, you know, he can stress the search the defense. So you can just look at hey, if we stop Cam, we'll stop the Carolina Panthers. They got some some guys on that offense, and then that defense, man, they fly to the football. Shaq Thompson, it's, it's Shaq Thompson, play, pay attention to this guy. He's playing in the small market, but he's played at an all-pro level. I know he missed a few games, and that's when the defense kind of took a, you know, they were had a downturn a little bit, but he's back out there playing. Um, he definitely should be in the Pro Bowl, should be, you know, garner some all-pro votes as well, and then uh, adding Stephon Gilmore just as had increased that that back end as well, but they got some playmakers on that defense.
1: You know, Shaq Thompson could have been Derrick Henry. He could have been Derrick Henry. I
2: I, I remember him running the ball uh, at Washington. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't know about you had see, you had P to see him in high Henry. school only one though. Derrick Henry? No, but t-shirt. you had
1: no, but
0: you had to see him in high school though. <laughs> he he was he was. He legit says Derrick like Henry that. is. There's some guys playing some other positions who yeah. could be Derrick Henry. Shaq Thompson is one of them. Way. I'm telling you. That is, by the way, London Fletcher right. would know. See, about- you,
2: you you know football, so I, I trust you. You saw him, you saw him out on the West Coast. I, yeah, I, for I sure. I'll take your your word for He's it. A
0: beast. Yeah, London Fletcher would know something about all pro level play. Uh, that is. Thank you for jumping on with us this morning, former uh, NFL linebacker, four time Pro Bowl, two time uh, uh, second team All Pro, and Washington Football Team radio analyst. Thank you, London. All right, guys. Cam Newton, are they going forward with him in Carolina? Like, not just the rest of this year, but next year, week one, Cam's a starter. I believe so. Five and five right now, sitting in seventh place. If The
1: season was the end of the day, which it doesn't. Um, he takes over as a starter. How many games are left? Seven. Seven. Seven games left. He gets them into the playoffs. They extend him a, a, a mini deal, and he comes back as a starting quarterback in 2022. Because otherwise... What were the Pittsburgh Steelers doing? Well, think about it. Otherwise, what do they have?
3: Been saying that. What else, I mean, what else do they have? Uh, uh, they have Sam Darnold, $18.8 million next year. And what
1: else? <laughs> that's, that's it. And if they look to the college ranks, what's nope, there? it's
0: not considered a strong class. At it? all. Not, there's nothing there. You know the thing about Cam, guys? The league, in, cer- in certain ways, he has less value now than he used to because there are more running quarterbacks than they used to be. So that thing he did is not as outstanding. However, no, even is. today, even today, there are v- – who is his size who can also run and throw down the field?
1: No, you said there's, there's less running quarterbacks. I mean, there's more, there's more running quarterbacks than there were
0: – When he, you know, in his prime five years ago, eight years ago. No,
1: it was still the same dudes. Mm-hmm. Basically, we had RG3. Mm-hmm. Cam. For, for a
0: minute. Cam RG3. That's two. Russell. Who else? Kaepernick. Russell Kaepernick. Four. four. Andrew Luckish. Five. Yeah,
1: but they was thinking they, he could do it, but it was more of
0: a yeah, down yeah. the field. I'm saying. And look, we missing somebody. It was probably like, like five, five or six. six dudes. That's what it is now. No. You got you got more. By the way, Sam Darnold can run. No, you know, like, but he can run. Like else. But not, my point not is not the same, though, Max. No, no. But yeah, yeah. my point is there are more dudes like that today. Forget about just the top end guys. Lamar Jackson, Kyle Kyler Murray, Murray. Murray right? Like those kind of Who guys. Who else after that? I just I, I just go go <laughs> to a division. Justin Fields can run. Dak Prescott can. Yeah, run. Yeah, but they're
3: not. They're not like can. But they can run. They can. No, I, I know what you. No, threat. I know what you're saying,
0: yeah, okay, Max. I'm All
3: I'm
1: saying is. There was, six of, there was six or so of them Now, then, yep. there's six or so now. Cam is unique because of his size, because of all that. He's just a unique individual on the football field. Um, you know, they don't have any other options, though. You're either going to stick with Sam Donald, the 18 to 20 million or whatever that number is, or you're going into the draft, or you trying to pry away somebody else's
0: problems why would you want somebody well, else's problem? My whole point about bringing that up, like there are more guys who can do that, whether or not we dispute that, is that even now, then whatever, Cam is doing it at a yeah. certain size. Yeah, he who. at a certain size that punishes the defense. Um. In addition, there's McCaffrey there now. If he can stay healthy, they have a receiving core and they still have a defense. Like I. <laughs> He might be in a better position now than he was the first time around. He'll also be more experienced. This is Keyshawn, J. Will Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM XM Channel 80. Got a big Monday night football matchup tonight. Rams and Niners, AFC West rivalry game. OBJ making his debut. Rams radio analyst on ESPN 710 LA, DeMarco Farr joins us now via the Goodyear hotline. Good morning, DeMarco.
6: Gentlemen, what's hey, happening? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, man? Oh, see, there we go again. Already? No, man. For so that key, he can't help my himself, my dude. Hey,
3: hey, know, hey, Max.
6: I hope you're right. I hope we do see OBJ. Um, I, I didn't think you would have to on Monday night because I thought you had Robert Woods. Uh, now you don't, so OBJ may get may get pressed into service here. I don't know how you plug him in that quick. Maybe Key can answer. It's it's got to be tough for receivers, but. I have a feeling you're going to see him on Monday night now.
1: Yeah, it it is a little bit tough, but that's why the quarterback's there. He can put you in position, and the plays that you are an important part of, they could formate it so that you know that it's for you. They just tag you, right? He just tells you, hey, man, you got the out. Hey, man, you got this. Hey, man, you got that. He'll be up to speed. What do you think of the signing though? overall,
6: DeMarco? You know, I thought it was uh, (laughs) kind of surprising because you just moved on from Deshaun Jackson. Uh, That didn't work. And the reason it didn't work is he couldn't get on the field, and that was starting to wear on him. He was starting to become miserable. So you know what that means. Um, So now you go out and you go get OBJ. You get Odell Beckham Jr. Well, same issue. Which one of these receivers are you going to take off the field? It wasn't going to be Robert Woods. It definitely wasn't going to be Cooper Cup. It was probably going to be Van Jefferson, who played well for you. So it's a little head-scratching. Same with the Von Miller move. Von Miller likes to rush from the left. So does Leonard Floyd, who leads you in sacks now. So it's kind of interesting. You're loading up on things you already have, but – You know, I wouldn't put it past Sean McVay to be able to use all these receivers at some point, but I just can't see it in my mind's eye right now. Does this make them the favorite to win the NFC? You know, as long as Stafford stays healthy, man. I mean, he's the the straw that stirs the drink. He's the guy. Uh, He's the reason this team is special. I know you've got good pieces. Aaron Donald's here, Jalen Ramsey's here, but there are a lot of football teams out there with great pieces on defense or great skill position guys that don't have a quarterback. Matthew Stafford makes this team special. So, yeah, I think so. Um, if you keep giving him weapons and you give him protection and you don't allow what happened versus Tennessee to happen again, where your offensive line was just absolutely run over, uh, that can't happen. But if you keep him healthy, yeah, you can make a run, a deep playoff run. Demarco fell for Rams
1: radio analyst on ESPN seventeen L A. Joining us this morning on Keyshawn J Will and Max. Does this team remind you of your Super Bowl championship team in 99? And this question has probably come up a million times since the last time the Rams went to the
6: Super Bowl. <laughs> no, man, not even close. I mean, think of the Kurt Warner story. This is not, that's not Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has been a five-star athlete his entire life. Uh, born to do it, groomed to do it. He is doing it. So all he needed probably was a team, a stadium, and a coach like this to finally get over the hump and, you know, get himself a ring. Uh, so, no, I mean, uh, in terms of, I guess, excitement when they're going, yes. Uh, but no, nah, not the way we're put together. Not even close.
0: This is, um you just brought it up, talking to DeMarco Farr, ESPN 710 LA's DeMarco Farr. Here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max ESPN Radio, you, you bring up Stafford. He's been groomed to do it. He's He is doing it. But he's 0-3 lifetime in the playoffs. And the Rams have been to a Super Bowl with the guy he was traded for, Jared Goff, plus two firsts and a third. The pressure for Stafford, DeMarco, for me, is going to start once the playoffs begin. He's not allowed to lose that first game, right? Is your sense, like, how, how aware of that do you think Stafford and the coaching staff is?
6: Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's back there somewhere. I mean, you know, these guys are hyper-aware of everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny with Matthew Stafford. It's, it's, he's the living, the, the plain embodiment of Sean McVay. They're hyper-aware of everything. Um, there's nothing they can't do, including talk to the media. So they understand what the narratives are, but they also understand from a competitive advantage you have to win your first playoff game to move on to win a super bowl so they get it and i think that pressure was start to mount but look at detroit right now um look at detroit when he was there i matthew stafford is an elite level quarterback so i wouldn't say that everything that went wrong in detroit is all on him like i said look at them right now look at what they've all been there's there's a problem there in detroit so but, yeah, I mean, if you get this team to the playoffs, if you get everybody healthy, let's say you get Cam Akers back and there is no excuse for you not to run through the playoffs and then uh, go to the Super Bowl in your own stadium, absolutely there's going to be pressure on him. But I think he can handle it. I think he's ready for it.
1: The Rams take on the 49ers tonight, and you'll be on the call for 7:10, L.A. ESPN. W- tell me something about tonight's game. like What matchups is intriguing?
6: You know what, man? Um, Debo Samuel just he absolutely scares me, uh, just from a Rams perspective, because for some reason whenever he is on the field with the Rams, he absolutely goes bonkers. And Shanahan knows how to use him. So uh rush attempts and he's also getting his down the field. So that's gonna be uh tough to stop. Whoever's opposite Jalen Ramsey is the guy that usually sees the football. So uh, the, thing, the thing that scares me is Brandon Ayuk is starting to show up, and the Forty ers for whatever you want to say about their record, can still run the football. And George Kittle's back, a guy you haven't stopped ever. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting Styles clash. Uh, both of these head coaches are hyper aware and competitive. They want to beat the other. Uh, the Rams haven't beat the Forty ers in two seasons. So, and you're coming off a of butt kicking. So let's hope you 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 lick your wounds and you can take. That aggression out on San Francisco and get a victory. You've got to come out of Levi at eight and two to keep pace with the Cardinals.
0: There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Demarco Farr of ESPN LA's 7-10 on the Goodyear Hotline. Appreciate you, Demarco. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks.
6: Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you know what? See, Keith. Okay, hey. Hey, Max. Man. I'm not responsible for the left hook,
0: <laughs> guys. He, Demarco made a great point about Stafford. For all well, he's only three in the playoffs. They were 0-16 the year they drafted him, right, Stafford? Really? And they might go 0-16 the first year they don't have him. Like, think 0, about 16 that. 0-16-1. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But they may go. But the point is, there's still a chance yeah. that this team can go winless. Yes. Winless and winless. And in between, they went to the playoffs yeah, three they got times a tie. Stafford. They, they got a tie. Give they them, got give a, tie. them, a, give them a piece of cake. Right. 0-16-1, though. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. Coming up. One trade that didn't happen for the Niners that should have.
4: To get 10% off your first month, that's BetterHelp, slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but
0: sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
4: Hey. This is
0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Time for the Monday Night Football Preview. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I think sleeping through the flight is acting my age, actually. Guys. It is acting my age. <laughs> um, guys, what are you expecting from tonight's game? I, I expect the Rams to win.
1: I, I expect for it to be more competitive because of the division and what most people probably think. But I expect for it to – the Rams to win this game. Um, Kyle Shanahan – And Sean McVay are are good friends, good buddies. The interesting thing is the quarterback that the Rams have is the quarterback that the Niners wanted. But he didn't get to Cabo fast enough. Sean McVay was able to get to Cabo and close the deal when he didn't know that he was in Cabo, but somehow he figured out that he was in Cabo next to the guy that he wanted to be his quarterback. In other words, the deal got done in Cabo.
0: You get the feeling like Kyle that that McVeigh. <laughs> well, you get the feeling that McVeigh is who Kyle Shanahan wants to be. Mm. Like he's McVeigh's actually boy wonder, thirty years old when he gets the jobs, Been to a Super Bowl. They all kind of
1: the same to me. John Jay, John Gruden, Jay Gruden, Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVeigh. They all kind of. In the, same, in the
0: same bucket like the quarterbacks. Well, they are, they yeah. all
1: work together in Washington. No. They they work with us at Tampa Bay at the Bucks. they all the same, dudes. No. Okay, for the question most question part. For Except, Ob- let's not say all the same dudes. They all coach the same. There you go. Way to clean
3: that one up.
0: From, same from, from dudes. A, from what do you possibly receiver- mean? again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> from a wide receiver perspective, what type of adjustments does it take in order to switch teams midseason like this for OBJ?
1: It's really the terminology, the routes are the routes. It's it's the terminology. It's learning the the different terminology that Sean might have versus Kevin Stefanski or versus Tom Coughlin when he was with the Giants. Um, But what they could do is they could tag him and put things in, sort of similar to what Cam Newton did. You could come in and they specifically say, you know, whatever. They could call it half personnel. You go to the left you got the out. And then he could tell everybody else as he say, he'll say, and watch, watch close tonight, the hesitation of OBJ leaving the huddle. And watch how many times he yeah. actually looks back at Matthew Stafford as he's leaving the huddle. He'll, Matthew will be looking at him and telling him what exactly he, he has and what he's supposed to be doing. You know what? The thing Dude, about... watch it. Pay attention to I, it. I
0: will. I definitely will. That's an excellent detail for people to consider. Um, the difference here with Odell on the Rams is I really think a big part of the problem with Baker is game-recognized game. And I always thought the issue with the Rams, who have a lot of talent on that team, is if the, his, Baker's teammates start looking at him sideways like, we thought you were one of us, like a baller. Eh, not exactly. But Matthew Stafford and Odell are both cut from the baller cloth. You know what I mean? Like they're both actually elite talent level right mm. jay i just feel like that's going to make it easier right out the gate from like game one
3: well just with all the weapons they have i mean it's kind of it's a the rich only get richer right i mean that's it look i
0: they have to win the super bowl this year there's no doubt about that a
3: rich right only this get year
0: richer. yes i think they have to win the super bowl in mcveigh's time with stafford they must win a Super Bowl. Yes, I don't say they have to do it this year. They have to win a playoff game this year for sure. Got to win a playoff game. But if they just
3: win a playoff game, you probably consider them still to be a failure, right? One playoff game. No, they got one playoff win. I think they have to win. I
0: agree. I agree with with
1: with uh, Max. At some point, why they together in the gotta next win. three
0: years? They got to win a Super Bowl. And until then, I would say yeah. you're dis- I wouldn't say. I'd say you got to win to not to-, to not say it's a disappointing season this year two playoff wins. Yeah. But 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 you got to win one. You got to win one. Or it's like, yo, you couldn't win a playoff game? Got to win one. Yes. Get to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl with them because they went with Jared
1: Goff. And they didn't win, but at least they went. Yeah. And he's a three-time Pro Bowler underneath them. So Matthew Stafford's got to do a lot of the same stuff that Jared Goff did. But the cherry on top is winning the Super Bowl. Yep. Winning the Super Bowl will put you over the top. Losing the Super Bowl... Not getting to the Super Bowl in your tenure
3: together is a complete failure. The so, month. Yep. How much does the torn ACL by Robert Woods make you guys drop Super Bowl expectations?
1: It doesn't because they got OBJ now. That's okay? the thing. So that's,
3: if they so didn't that, have OBJ. I hear what you guys are saying. Like, get a, like with this team, they're loaded. I mean, they didn't have OBJ. loaded.
1: Yeah. And I would say, if they didn't have OBJ, I'd be like, well, you know. But they got him. They so got him. that's
3: what I'm saying. They're loaded. But, yeah, but no, no, so are the no, Bucs. No, no, no. So are the I, Cowboys.
1: But I, going into the season, Getting to the Super Bowl winning it was important. But as long as they get there over the next I would say three seasons, because I'm figuring yeah. three years together, whatever, I think everybody'd be like, okay, we'll take
0: a Super Bowl in three years. Yeah. Here's a disaster. They don't win the playoff they don't win a playoff game this year. Next year, they get upset in the first round. Or they don't somehow. or they never win a the division. They don't yeah. win a division yeah. for three years in a row. Disaster. But let's say this year. They don't they – don't really, people are like, oh, it's kind of disappointing. But they mm-hmm. won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then next year they take another step. And as Key says, within three years they win a Super Bowl. They did it. They did what they – Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay did what they were supposed to do, right? Uh, I'm just – the thing I'm looking for is that first playoff it's like, game. It's like when I got, traded, when I got <laughs> traded
1: from the Jets, we didn't win the Super Bowl the first year. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, the Jets. But we did win a Super Bowl two years later. So, you know, you yep. can win it two years later. You don't have to win it immediately. I mean, John Elway didn't get one till his final two yeah, seasons. Yeah, and Peyton, Peyton Manning didn't win Understood. his first 10-year with the Denver Broncos. He had to wait a couple more years. I guess
3: it's just all the moves that the Rams have made. It, you no, that's a that lot. They're all in. Yeah. The everything's every down. Every year like,
1: they make a move or two.
0: And they don't have the draft capital I'm going forward. Like, hey, we're going to reload. And certain pieces on their team mm-hmm. is getting older. older yeah. That's my thing. Yeah, that. by the way, now that you bring up all that, Jay – there's a little more pressure to make the run right That's now, so isn't sick. there? <laughs> the guys ain't getting no younger out there, Max. The Monday Night Football preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit progressive.com. Molly Karam.
1: Running her mouth. What are you on the studio? No. The studio. Molly, what are
0: you apologizing for? You come and get on the mic if you want. Don't let these dudes. <laughs> Look at them. Jeez. We're live there <laughs> he and jay giving molly a hard time making her think they really cared that she came in talking to someone <laughs> molly these fools don't care that you were talking when you came in the studio that performance is for your sake yeah yeah that's all all right um all right so uh here's I, an awkward amount of time but you got the rams win by tonight i think they will cover it's three and a half point favorites they're gonna, eight. Eight. they're gonna gonna win Did by I more than eight? that
3: i thought it was eight but it's really three and a half. half three and, and a half they'll win hundred.
0: by more than three and a half yeah Back here tomorrow, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Stay tuned because Greeny's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.